0: Good afternoon. This is Patrick D. McCoy. Good afternoon. This is Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice and classical music, and I welcome you to 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 this evening's broadcast. I actually want to discuss today the Kennedy Center Honors, the 2010 Kennedy Center Honors. I happen to still be out of town for my holiday vacation, and I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday. I hope that you haven't eaten too much sweet potato or pumpkin pie or ham and turkey and and keep those pounds in moderation. But at any rate, I want to talk to you about the Kennedy Center Center Honors. Um, While I'm here on vacation during my holiday, I actually was um, just at my parents' home, and my dad let me know that the Kennedy Center Honors was actually on. It totally slipped my mind, and so I came in and and began to look at the broadcast uh, with him. And just as sure as this broadcast came on last night, I started getting all kinds of email messages and uh responses on Twitter and my Facebook page asking me, you know, was I looking at the Kennedy Center honors? You know, Patrick, are you looking at the Kennedy Center honors? We just know that you are looking at the Kennedy Center honors. And when I told uh a couple of people that I, I didn't even uh know that it was actually on to my father told me about it you know, they were like, what? You didn't know. And then when I told them that I didn't even get invited or I wasn't even thought of as pressed to be at the Kennington Honors, that really sounded an alarm. So many people texted me and Facebook me, oh my, oh my goodness, Patrick, not you. You are one of the elite music people in D.C., you did not um, have an invitation to the Kennington Honors. And much to my chagrin, I had to say, no, I was not invited to the Kennington Honors and was not on the list to be depressed for you know, as president at the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, but it's okay. I did have a chance to look at the broadcast last night, and I, I was pretty impressed um, at a couple of the performances. There were some things that, that left a lot to be desired, in my opinion, but there were a lot of good things. I really, really enjoyed Jennifer Hudson. I really thought that Jennifer Hudson did a phenomenal job Uh, In her presentation to Oprah Winfrey, I couldn't have have thought of a better person to really uh, exemplify those things that Oprah tries to instill um, to her viewers on her show. And, you know, Jennifer Hudson is definitely a testimony to a lot of people. She's been through a lot. And she rendered the finale, um, if I'm not mistaken, from the color purple, it was very powerful very passionate, and even Oprah Winfrey had, you know, tears in her eyes. And so big ups to Jennifer Hudson, even though Jennifer Hudson is not necessarily a classical singer, her delivery was very, very, very outstanding, and I was very impressed with her uh, performance. Also, to note, uh, another performance that really uh, stuck out to me was the performance, the tribute to uh, Bill T. Jones. I didn't see the name of the company that gave him the tribute, so I wasn't sure what ballet company or, or what troupe that was that did the tribute to him uh, of the excerpts from one of his works, but I just really, really thought that that was a very moving uh, expression towards him. Um, it was just a lot... Uh, to, to take in on some of the aspects. One thing that I did notice, I I wasn't sure about that. You, as you all know, all of my followers on Twitter and Facebook and so forth, you know that I'm a big proponent of emerging artists. I believe that you know that in these venues in this day and time, especially in classical music, it's very important you know that we do things that give emerging artists an opportunity. And even though last like night the uh, honorees that they honored were pretty much um, of a certain age level, you know, as far as being a little bit up in age. I just think that there could have been some younger artists that could have done justice as well to uh, pay tribute uh, to the legacy of these great honorees that that were honored at the Kennedy Center. Um, There was a children's choir. I did like the inclusion of the children's choir that did uh, add a a youthfulness uh, to the program. Um, I was very surprised to see uh, Carol Channing. Um, She looked very ravishing in her red, and I understand that she's well to her 90s. And um, Angela Lansbury, I was very impressed with with her rendition. But I still would have liked to have seen maybe some um, emerging artists who could have by any chance have um, done some tributes. I'm not sure who they necessarily would have been, and maybe my, my listeners can help me out to know maybe some of your thoughts on the presentation, I, I would really like to know what were some of your thoughts on the presentation uh, at the Kennedy Center. I did see a lot of uh, posts and comments on um, my Facebook page, and as a matter of fact, I started a uh, discussion because I, I was reacting or re- really responding to one of the messages I got that the person just could not believe that I was not invited to the Kennedy Center Honors. And, and even though um, You know, a lot of my reviews and and things of that nature in classical music have been cited by some of the greatest artist management, you know, companies and and institutions in this country. Uh, But, no, I wasn't included. Maybe one day, but I haven't received that honor yet. Just to recap uh, the honorees in full, I did already mention uh, Oprah Winfrey, and I did mention Bill Bill T. Jones. But also to let you know, the other people who were honored were Merrill Haggard, Jerry Herman, uh Bill T. Jones of course I mentioned him Paul McCartney uh and oh Paul McCartney that's one one of the honorees. I really love Paul McCartney even though Paul McCartney uh is predominantly known for his his rock music uh Paul McCartney is a phenomenal composer and his classical music training is just just Parnan. I mean, he's just wonderful. I remember a great number of years ago, I do remember as it pertains to classical music, that Paul McCartney wrote this magnificent uh, Liverpool Oratorio. And in the Liverpool Oratorio, that was the first time that I ever saw the name Kiri Takanawa the soprano Kiri Takanawa because she was featured on the actual recording and premiere of that work. And of course, you know, that work was really, really... Um, well-recognized and put Paul McCartney in another firm as far as a classical uh, music composer as well. So I was very happy uh, to see him get that Kenny's honor because he, to me, is somebody that embodies the whole gamut of music, the training as well as, you know, the the classical training, that is, as well as also his training as it pertains to rock music. So big kudos uh, to Paul McCartney. I think that versatility really speaks, uh, you know, to the uh, letter when we were talking about training and bringing up this new uh, era of emerging artists. Also, did you see the different people in the audience? I was so happy to see uh, opera diva Jessie Norman. Jessie Norman was looking ravishing in the audience. She had an on, on, on ensemble of black with green gloves, and I was so glad to see the Howard University alumna there in the audience. And if you remember a couple of years ago, her and, uh, well, actually she rather, and Bill T. Jones, uh, they did a wonderful collaboration. They have collaborated on several uh, things throughout the years, as far as her uh, multimedia uh, presentations that involve dance uh, and things of that nature. It's always great uh, when we witness those types of, uh, of collaborations. I would like to have some callers uh, to come on and maybe discuss their viewpoints on the Kennedy Center Honors. Uh, one of my sources told me that there was um actually an article uh, in the Washington Post that suggested that uh, the kids and honors needed an overhaul, perhaps, as as far as uh, the people that they honor and uh, maybe some of the, the musical choices they make as far as performances. So I thought that was a very uh, interesting point. Um, also, as you recall, just this year, um, Shirley Verrett just recently died, and last year, uh, Grace Bumbrey was honored uh, with the Kennedy Center Honor, and definitely not to take anything from Grace Um, uh, but it would have been nice uh, if Shirley Verrett perhaps would have been able to garner that particular um, award before she um, passed away, which we surely will uh, miss her. While we're well, waiting for callers to perhaps call and maybe give their viewpoints on the Kennedy Center um, Honors, I would like to share a couple of things with you just to recap uh, the year and this new venture that I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad that you all are joining me in this new venture of um uh, my effort to expose the entire the entire community to the joys of classical music as the African American voice in classical music. Uh the first um the very first show, I was so honored to discuss with the listeners about the fact of, you know, how will you expose the classical music? This art is a dying art, and if we don't pass this art on to other people, it's going to continue to be something that's not going to be thought of. We must always have the joys of classical music in the forefront, in the uppermost parts of our minds. So, the first show talked about, you know, how will we at first expose the classical music? Then following that were two interviews. The first interview was with Washington Chorus Music Director Julian Watner, who is a phenomenal composer and organist and also director of the Trinity Choir on Wall Street. And then we also next interviewed Magdalena Vore, who is an emerging artist of stunning national soprano, who is a former uh, Kfritz Domingo um, participant, and so it's always a joy, you know, to have these these persons, these opportunities. I look forward in the new year to interview and speak with even more talented artists, not just people that we know, but people who um, are unsung. I just think about so many emerging artists, and, and even the people that I I talk to on a daily basis on Facebook who are just really pursuing their dreams, living out their 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 purpose, and aspiring to this great career of classical music because it is it is serious business. I think about those those people as I I have mentioned before, such as Janine DeBick, the the wonderful Trinidadian soprano. She uh, recently placed in the Arlene Arger competition. You have somebody like Sydney Outlaw who just won the Caballero over in Spain. And you have someone like Takesha uh, Kizar, who is just doing her her thing at the Metropolitan Opera. So we, we have a lot to be thankful for as far as these emerging artists. And this show is going to do its job uh, to definitely spread that word. So I just need you all to spread the information about this show, uh, the fact that I am Patrick D. McCoy, the African-American voice of classical music, and I will continue I will continue, I will continue to spread the good news of this wonderful genre of music. But now that I'm off my soapbox, I do want to continue to share with you some wonderful things and thank the wonderful organizations that have partnered with me over the last year. I have been blessed to write for the afro-american which is one of the nation's oldest african-american newspapers in this country and also on examiner.com where i uh, report as a community center examiner which that name will be changing soon but i definitely want to thank uh, the washington Chorus. i have reviewed so many of their concerts over the year over the last year the washington chorus um, the washington Bach consort the coral art society of washington uh, Washington National Opera, Opera Lafayette, the Vocal Art Society of Washington, and the Washington National Cathedral Choir. Those are organizations that I have frequently reviewed, uh, and not to mention the individual recitals that I have gone to, and, and the recitals have been used in the critical acclaim sections of uh, numerous artist management companies, such as Cobert Artist Management, Very Advantage Artist, uh, Neil Funkhauser Artist Management. Uh, It's just wonderful to see the reviews and, you know, being used as resources where people can actually go and and look to those those things. But back to the Kennedy Center Honors, it it was uh, interesting for me to be in my hometown, which is a little small town, and to think that I have I was looking at the Kennedy Center Honors on television, but whereas I have been in that opera house so many times, have seen operas at different productions, you know, such as the Mark Twain Prize and other things like that, and there are people in my hometown who don't even know that the Kennedy Center exists. This is why I exist. This is why I exist so that the joy of classical music and venues such as the Kennedy Center can be made available not to just a certain group or a certain echelon, but it's made available to everyone because music is a universal language, and it's supposed to be something that is to be uh, shared and enjoyed by everyone. And so it was just something to, for my father to call me and say, Patrick, the Kennedy Center, I'm the one, and I come in and look and It's like, wow, a small-town guy like me, I'm actually, you know, looking and beholding this on TV, but I have actually been there myself. So I'm so thankful uh, for the opportunity I've had to see such great artists come on the stage of that great center. And I know that there are so many people who are aspiring, you know, as performers to get to that, that point. You know, we know it's wonderful to perform in our churches and, and things of that nature. And that's my good friend uh, Kehinde Eichelberger said, you know, the church will always be our stage. That will always be our place. But there's so much great talent out here that, you know, we need to be on the stages of the world, whether it's the Scala or the Metropolitan Opera, the Kennedy Center. And, you know, that award show is, is like a pinnacle. You know, when you watch that show, you know that the brightest of the brightest have, you know, they have really paid their dues and, and earned their mark, you know, to be in that balcony and to be bestowed, that beautiful uh, Kennedy Center medal or medallion, you know, that signifies, you know, that that is, you know, excellence in the performing arts. So as I respect the Kennedy Center Arts, I just want to say that I'm thankful for this show. I think that it's a wonderful broadcast. I think it is a wonderful opportunity to show the performing arts and the full glory of its gamut, the full breadth of the performing arts, whether it's dance, song, whether it's spoken word, whether it's opera. I just, my main observation is perhaps I would like to see more usefulness. For me personally, I'd like to see more usefulness. And since I wasn't able to attend it live, I didn't uh, write or report as I usually. I usually will write a, an article perhaps in the Afro-American or either on my column uh, on Examiner. But since I wasn't there live, I really uh, didn't want to do that because it's not the same thing. But just from what I saw on the broadcast, I, again, would want to see a little bit more usefulness in the broadcast. I just think it was again, very important that we include all these young treasures, all these young Wonderful artists who are coming along who would have perhaps made a valid competition uh, uh, not competition excuse me I'll think about a, a performance but a a contribution rather um to the presentation on last night. I think that you know you know even though you're honoring older people, what better way is it than to have someone a young person to see and to have an opportunity to pay homage and to respect this person who has come long before them. And so I just would like to leave with the note that, you know, there is work for all of us to do as it relates to the performing arts. I want you to keep on striving. I want you to keep on reaching. I want you to keep on practicing instead of your craft so one day that you can be on the Kennedy Center Honors and I can be coming uh, to support you and to review you and speak on this broadcast um, as I'm speaking about the other arts again. I would like to thank all of you for your love and support of this new endeavor. Julian Watner was the first interview. Magdalena Vohr with the second interview, and I have a third special interview that I'm definitely going to hold out and hold out um, on you. Look, it's a wonderful, a wonderful celebrity interview that I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing with all of you at a later date. But I do wish you a wonderful, prosperous new year. I wish you great things as we continue to share the joy and love of classical music. Again, I am Patrick D. McCoy, the African-American voice in classical music, and I wish you love, peace, and a great day.